0: Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, we are all welcome to episode 9 of biblical Promises, episode 9 of the season 2. In our previous episode, we addressed openness to experience the I end of it as a personality trait. Our discourse was on the high dimension of the trait. We noted that leaders that are high on openness to experience will possibly be original, authentic, and competent. Below, the reverse is the case with individuals that are low on openness to experience. And if we, and so we direct our gaze in this particular episode to what is low openness to experience in relation to authentic leadership. While anecdotal and empirical evidence condemn that individual's eye on openness to experience are change-oriented and autonomous, autonomous in, that is, they are independent, the same cannot be said concerning individuals or leaders' low on openness to experience. In fact, when we check Wikipedia, we will know that people that score low on openness to experience are considered closed to experience. Beloved, such individuals, leaders, or followers are conservative in their perspective and orientation in their choices and decision point. They always prefer familiar routine to new experiences, even if it's led by the Holy Spirit. They are are contented with familiar worship songs, uh, um, uh, praise and worship. Familiar way of looking at the scripture. Their are tends to be narrow to the extent that new ideas are viewed with suspicion on their part, especially if they do suffer from from inferiority complex. When such individuals have leadership role, beloved, it is difficult to make them progressive. To see the light, they are conservative and they are fixed on in, in doctrine. Such Tendencies, however, contradict what is expected of leaders today. It contradicts what is expected of leaders who are high on openness to experience. Leaders open to experience, as we have rightly said in the last episode, are highly imaginative, insightful, and they are competent. These qualities are required for being an authentic leader today, either in the secular world or in the church. They are also essential for moving followers, people that are following us, and the organization forward. So we turn our, our uh, wisdom code to ignorance or lack of competence or lack of knowledge, which mustn't be found amongst us as leaders, and even if we are followers in the church. 4: 4.6 from the NKJV says, "My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That shall not be a portion." So destruction is knocking at the door of a leader that that is really close to to new experience, and not just destruction. That particular verse also say that God can reject such person because they have rejected new knowledge, because God wants leaders that are competent to represent Him and to serve Him. After all, we are servants of God. Proverbs ten twenty one. Proverbs ten twenty one in the NIV version says, "The lips of the righteous know rich meaning, but fools die for lack of sense. Fools die for lack of sense. Many leaders must have sense, and when they do not, they are regarded as fools." Malachi two, Malachi two seven to eight says, "For the lips of a priest ought to preserve knowledge. the 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 lips." of ministers, workers, and leaders in the house of God must preserve knowledge. Why? Because he's a messenger of the Lord. We are all messenger of the Lord. So our lips, what comes out from us, must preserve knowledge, must showcase competence. And if you read further on, you will see where God is saying that when you do that, when your lips do not preserve knowledge, such a leader will make people to stumble. And God will be very, very displeased with such leaders. And so, beloved, it is fitting to look at competence again, as we have done in the last episode. We we'll start our, our, our look through the lens of what John wrote uh, in his book on 21 Qualities of Leaders. Competence goes beyond words. It does go beyond preaching on the poopy on a Sunday morning. And it goes beyond teaching Sunday schools. It is the leaders' competence, is the leaders' ability to see a vision, plan it, and execute it in such a manner that others will be inspired and motivated to follow such a vision. That is competence. For example, we admire people who are competent in their trade and vocation, whether they are craft persons, they are professionals, or they are successful business leaders. However, we do not have to be Cristiano Ronaldo, the footballer LeBron James, in basketball, be Gates that we all know very much; or Elon Musk, or our own dear Aliko Dan to be ad, to be admired and see as competent. Rather, all of us can cultivate competence. That is what God expects from every one of us. No one is exempted. If one wants to cultivate competence, the person must show up. Responsive people know when to show up when they are needed, but highly competent people not only show up, they come to play their part very well in the mission or wherever they are employed to work. Highly competent people will often search for ways to keep learning, growing and improving. They are therefore open to experience. They are not low to openness to experience or better still, they are not close to experience by choice. they are willingly open to learning new things to get the job done in the 21st century. Therefore, as leaders, we must know that our followers expect us to follow through on our tasks and assignment. When added the ball, or in other words, when given an assignment by higher authorities, our superiors, good and effective leaders, their competent, do not set up others to be blamed for their failure. So, beloved, highly competent leaders always go the extra mile to accomplish more than others. For them, good enough is just the starting point. This attitude always inspires and motivates others in their circle of influence to do the same. In other words, people in their circle of influence that seeing them competent will also cultivate competence. It is contagious. So, given their relational skills, are not enough to survive in today's organization whether it's a church or a secular organization. No one, especially leaders, can afford to be close to experience. And so beloved, the lack of knowledge breeds incompetence and it also breeds arrogance. Such arrogance that leads people around us astray. So leaders close to experience lack up-to-date knowledge to be effective in their assignment both secular and ministerial assignment in the church when we look at another book growing leaders entitled growing leaders we will note that knowledge is something one can acquire be it factual or expression knowledge for example one can gain more knowledge about the people We are led by asking good questions and listening carefully for their feedback, not reacting negatively or sharply to criticism. When we fail to do so, we perpetrate incompetence. When we fail to learn from feedback, we perpetrate incompetence. In addition, a skill is something one can learn through training. For example, one can be taught the skill of good program setting if you, if you don't know how to do it. In effect, knowledge and skills are transferable from one person to the other so that specific situations such as counseling can be addressed or other situations as well. If you recall in the previous episode, we mentioned the case of a retired, a retired pastor in being leaders who knew how to preach very well he knew how to preach he knew how to teach but he could not apply that knowledge and so his congregation viewed him while he was active as incompetent that shall not be our portion in the mighty name of jesus those situations are what we can avoid when we cultivate competence in our assignment so today while skills and knowledge are accessible even with technology today. Some leaders remain stuck in in traditions. They remain conservative to the detriment unfortunately of the people around them. They are not the only one that is losing. Even the people around them are not able to progress and sadly some people will, will follow them. So such leaders have stopped growing since growing leaders cultivate competence. They have stopped without knowing it, following the instruction of of the word of the Lord, as we have read in Proverbs, as well as in Hosiah. So our biblical phrases quickly, we have five of them in this episode. Number one says, People low on openness to experience will be perceived as less authentic as leaders, because they will not have vision." Where there's no vision, the people perish. They will have no vision. Because competent leaders have vision. They will state it, they will plan it, and they will execute it well. And people will see their competence and talent on show. Number two, BP in this episode says, Leaders close to experience have narrow interest fixed to traditions of men of two times. You will hear, ah, this is how we do it in Nigeria. This is how we do it in Ghana. This is how we do it 20 years ago. This is how we do it 50 years ago. Forgetting that the gospel that we are are talking about today is more than 2,000 years. And it has evolved over time. Number three. God. Number three BP, God and humanity has no use for incompetent leaders, either in the secular world or in the church. God actually frowns at incompetence. If you look at our, our wisdom quotes in this episode. Then number four. Growing leaders cultivate competence through the acquisition of knowledge and skills. They are continually growing. They are continually growing. They are voracious readers. They read widely and apply that that knowledge for the benefit of the people around them. Number five. Effective leaders combine knowledge and skills with competence to take their organization to higher levels of excellence and influence. Number 5. Effective leaders combine knowledge and skills with competence to take their organization, be it a church or a secular organization, in the public sector, for example, to higher levels of excellence and influence. So, when we reflect upon what we have learned in this episode and the BP that we have outlined, the 5 BP is important for us to turn to God, the all knowing and all seeing God in prayer. Father, we thank you for the past 8 episodes of BP in this season, this season 2. We are grateful for this particular episode on low. Openness to experience, Lord, we pray that you help us involve positive disposition towards life in the ministry and life where we are working, so that our competence will showcase Jesus Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help us never to be close to experience, especially experience that's altered by yourself. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, King of the Lord, of Lord please destroy every wicked and self serving traditions in our heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for your faithfulness, we thank you because you have heard us, we thank you for doing what we have asked. In Jesus' most precious name. Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed History of God Restoration House online or on-site in Bino 40, South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube will come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus.